Yeah, he went off and searched his home planet and thought, what about my adoptive parents who have essentially raised me from when I was a kid? Nah, fuck them. <laughs> she can look after herself. What about that old car that she's got? Are you going to buy her a new car with your superpowers? Are you going to, like, I don't know... Make one. Yeah, yeah. or like, you know, rob one. <laughs> but even just, you know, big city journalist money, surely. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Don't Jump the Shark. I'm Ross. And here's the, well, Lois Lane to my Clark Kent. Grant. Right. <laughs> and here's the ginger small reporter boy that we sent to do all our errands, Bob. <laughs> Anything else I can get for you, sir? <laughs> nice bow tie. Thank you. <laughs> Stop calling me on that watch of yours as well. <laughs> do you know there was an episode that there used to be a comic series called Superman, Superman's Pal Jimmy Olsen. Mm. Dressed up in drag and went on. So it's good to see you're bringing that back, Bob. <laughs> no, Dressed did. appropriately today. <laughs> I could actually show you a picture on my iPad right now. <laughs> it was only taken on Friday. Okay, so if you hadn't guessed, uh, this episode's film is Superman Returns. The, uh, yep, remember that film? Nope, nope, nobody no. else does either. <laughs> so uh, we decided to do it. It's, it's part of our uh, reboot season, yeah. was it? We covered it? Yeah. It it's technically a reboot. Yeah. Stroke remake. It's, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's meant to part kind of reboot, continue. part sequel. Yeah. It's not It's not really a bit either, really, is it? No. It tries to be both and ends up being neither. Where's Nuclear Man? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Who was he? Was he not like a wrestler was, or something? Mark, Mark Pillow. Mark Pillow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Best actor name how ever. dare you laugh? Mark Bite the Pillow. <laughs> Okay, so here's what we do every time. We take a film that's good up until a point and then goes too far. We talk you through the film and point out that jump the shark moment where we feel it goes off the deep end. Could be five minutes in, or it could be two and a half hours in, (laughs) or it could be three hours in. As always, we've locked ourselves inside an island made of our one weakness, which even though it's five miles long, we can still lift for some bizarre reason. (laughs) Can we just admit this is not a weakness at this point? (laughs) And we just studied the film separately, so we have no way of knowing each other's chosen shark jumping moment. Grant, who who were the uh, kryptonite wielding baddies and the uh, devilishly handsome good guys? <laughs> Director Brian Singer. Yeah, you might know him from the X Men films. Yeah, unfortunately, three of them. Now. <laughs> I like X Men too. Yeah. It's all right. X-Men it was good. In the Future's Past has one good scene. Yeah. <laughs> X Men Two still the best one. He also did The Usual Suspects, which is undoubtedly a classic. Yeah. And Art Pupil. Valkyrie, which is not a classic. <laughs> Unfortunately not. Uh, writing team, Michael Doherty and Dan Harris, who also did X-Men 2, weirdly. Oh, they sound yeah. like a winning formula. Yeah, he'll be... They did a film Trick or Treat as well, if you've seen that, the 2007, right after. So I've not seen it. That kind of gives you an indication as to <laughs> how their career's gone, but... <laughs> Two of the films they're working on at the moment, Hovercar, <laughs> the and film. A, re- a remake of Charlie Chan. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Is George Lucas involved in that? <laughs> Hollywood is eating itself. <laughs> Some stars. Uh, Brandon Routh. Yes. He's currently playing another hero in DC. 
He's in The Atom and the Arrow and The Flash. Is he? Yeah. In DC. Oh, Did you say indecent? Or? <laughs> He's indecently <laughs> playing them. <laughs> yeah. He's also in Scott Pilgrim vs. World, which is actually pretty funny. Yeah, yeah ridiculously yeah. funny. And he's also in a film called Life is Hot in Cracktown. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine it would be, yes. <laughs> Kevin Spacey's in this. He is. Intensely heterosexual Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Intensely, the only reason to watch this, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> so, Kevin Spacey, you may just throw in a, a, a threesome out of nowhere in eh? <laughs> House of Cards. Speaking of Jump the Shark moments, <laughs> you seen that? I've not seen the threesome. No. <laughs> it's something. Sure He's it in Don't Jump the Shark fave, uh, LA Confidential. We all yes. love that. Great film. And he's in American Beauty. Yeah. Where he's also a bit creepy. <laughs> yeah. Possibly one of the most overrated films of all time. I would say so. Yeah. I can't stand yeah. that when a character who's dead narrates the entire fucking film. Spoiler. <laughs> Apart from Sunset Boulevard. And I knew he was Kaiser Susie. Spoiler. <laughs> Bruce Willis was a ghost. <laughs> Spoiler. Kate Bosworth is in this. Is she a ghost? Ooh. Is Kate Bosworth <laughs> She had a kind of ghostly, almost not there presence anyway. <laughs> she was also in Blue Crush. Wait, is, is, is she Lois Lane? Yeah. Is that not a drink? <laughs> Blue Crush, yeah. Blue Crush. <laughs> Sounds like a cocktail yeah. that you'd have like blue balls in. <laughs> Do you, are you saying that she has blue balls <laughs> in her? And she's, she's also <laughs> in The Warrior's Way, if you've seen that CGI weird I've not seen no. that. She's better in that than she is in this. She's doing a southern accent, like I didn't do there. <laughs> <laughs> I did a London accent for some reason. That's, that's south of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for justifying <laughs> She's also in Movie 43. Yeah, is she? Because I watched that not that long ago and I can't remember her, but she is that forgetful. But you just watched Superman Returns and didn't remember her. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Parker Posey's in this, though. Now she's mm-hmm. remember some. Remember some, <laughs> yes. One of the best things about Blade Trinity. Which, yeah, she's in Blade Trinity. She's in The Mighty Wind, she's hilarious in that. She's good in Louie. Yeah, and Boston Legal. Excellent mm-hmm. in Scream 3. Parker Posey's just good all around, really. Yep. She's another reason to watch this film. <laughs> If you could cut, how how long do you think the film would be if you just cut it down to the bits where Kevin Spacey was there and Parker Posey was there? Twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty five. I think. I mean, this is jumping ahead, but I think their chemistry starts to lose it when his plot really kicks in. Yeah. And Definitely. I'm not giving you James Marsden because he's only been Cyclops and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> the bland leading the bland. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay, shall we go for the plot synopsis? Yes. Let's do the plot synopsis. Um, Captain James T. Kirk and the crew of the Starship Enterprise Wrong! <laughs> Was that the wrong film? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry Oh, this is the right song yeah, right. I'm sorry, Lex It does oh, have the boldness <laughs> <laughs> The oh, boldness is strong with this <laughs> With none of us too au fair with no. here so. <laughs> People ah. in glass noses <laughs> Plenty of hair just not in my head <laughs> Little boldness break there. <laughs> the boldness break. <laughs> Brought to you by Kevin Spacey. Is he actually? He is bald, isn't he? I think so. I don't yeah, think they have to shave that head. He's got that dull hair going on now, doesn't he? <laughs> um, filmmaker Brian Singer gives the world the Superman it needs. 
honouring the legend. Are you laughing now? <laughs> I feel like I want to show wrong again. <laughs> honouring the legend everyone loves while taking it in a powerful new direction. A new really, direction. I really want to show it wrong. <laughs> Brandon Routh proves a perfect choice to wear the hero's cape, leading a top cast that includes Kate Bosworth as Lois and Kevin Spacey as Lex. And the thrills from a sky grapple with a tumbling jumbo jet to a continent convulsing showdown redefine wow. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wrong. <laughs> I'm always around, Superman tells Lois, and you'll be glad he is. <laughs> it is right, yes. <laughs> that is from the back of the Superman Returns box. <laughs> Not something I have just made up. <laughs> <laughs> Not your personal opinion. <laughs> Can you write the most sarcastic sounding plot summary ever for your task if I'd been you? <laughs> This is just G. Willikers, the best Superman movie ever. <laughs> it's a wee bit of background, perhaps. This is maybe the fifth or sixth time they tried to reboot Superman. Yeah, bring him we back from the dead. Kevin Smith had written one. But I, this is the first one that actually went to screen. The yeah, way. Tim Burton was involved. Yeah. Nick Cage was Nicholas Cage Superman. was Superman <laughs> in a pay or play deal, which he still manages to lose all his money. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't have to do fuck all. He just has to just sign something, gets loads of money, and then he loses it all. Wolfgang Peterson was going to do Batman versus Superman, as yeah. we've seen in I Am Legend. That's right. JJ mm-hmm. Abrams was going to have Justin Timberlake as Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Did you imagine? I'm going to rock your body with my superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> got 20, 20 seconds to save the world or something that, that one with Madonna yeah. uh, in, case you, in case you're wondering how it ended up at Brian Singer's door the producer of X-Men and X-Men 2 was called Laura Donner ah. wife of Richard Donner so <laughs> he pitched this to her I'm going to rip off your husband's film completely <laughs> she's like that sounds great I love that film yeah. <laughs> why don't we get you and then after watching his one she probably goes, you know, I love my husband's film. <laughs> go back and watch that. Can we just go into some of the characters and what you think of them before we start as well? Like, what do you think of Brandon Routh as Superman? <laughs> Not hateable. Like, I think, and at the, he's, the he's fact I've seen him elsewhere, I think. Helps, he kinda, yeah. And he, he, I mean, he's, he is he's playing, a blank canvas in this, really. He's, isn't he's he? trying to play Christopher Reeve, yeah, basically, is, yeah. which is, I think, kinda, a mistake. Yeah. It's a mistake on Brian Singer's part, rather than yeah. him, though, because he, yeah. he's been instructed to do this. Just the same with Kate Bosworth. <laughs> it's like trying to bring some of that crack whore energy <laughs> to Margot Kidder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's not enough illegal drugs going on. <laughs> Perhaps a line of cocaine might have helped in her performance. A couple of rails. Yeah. But she is fairly bad, and I think her career Bosworth. sense is yeah. kind of borne that out. She's, she's got a five head, which doesn't help. Like, not just a forehead, she's got a five head. <laughs> she's got a huge head. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a lot of head going on. She looks like the Meekin. <laughs> she she might be able to play a click on in the next time. <laughs> Without makeup. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. I like Kevin Spacey. Yeah. To a certain extent. I think they go too far with him. It's eventually too, it, it becomes too serious yeah yeah. Mm. when he's when it's the early kind of jokey parts he's a better lick yeah almost 
when he says wrong from that point it's far too serious from that mm-hmm. point I mean that bit where you're first introduced and he hands the wig to the wee boy that's funny yeah yeah. so yeah he's quite good he 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 passes himself as like that kind of super intelligent guy though where there's like take uh, Smallville for example like I thought that guy looked like kind of what the, the comic book character Lex Luthor looked like but he, you never thought oh yeah he's the world's most intelligent guy <laughs> Well, I think what makes Kevin Spacey better is that he's at least been given some free reign to be yeah, his to own make the character. Because he's not playing Gene Hackman. No, that's true. And he actually said to him, don't watch the original, don't try and ape Gene Hackman, which is weird when you're saying to the other guys, yeah, go way ahead. Watch Chris, uh, Christopher Reed, you look a lot like him, so you <laughs> might as well act like him. So it opens up with a scene where Superman returns to Krypton. Except it doesn't, because they cut that out, even though it cost $10 million. Really? Yes. No, there was an, a, a cut there. It goes back to Krypton. Which isn't there. there. Yeah, there's just basically some of it left, and then some kryptonite starts to glow and infects him, and that's why he crashes, ultimately. It's because he's unconscious on the ship. I was going to Which, say... Which, why is Superman even on a ship, anyway? Why doesn't he just get, fly there? How did he get the ship? If he flew the... Uh, how, how, yeah. Did he not lose his powers after he left the galaxy because of some oh, yeah. powers of yeah. all these stupid questions that I shouldn't be asking? The implication, ask. the implication in the deleted scene is that he used the crystals to build the uh-huh. ship, which is weird because the ship doesn't look anything like the island or anything yeah. like that. Um, yeah, a little bit. If there was nothing there when he got there, where did he get that ship from? Uh, narratively, like, though, don't you think that's a really silly idea? Because okay, Superman doesn't know definitively that. Krypton is blown up, but we do as the audience. Plus, <laughs> so where's the narrative drive there? Why even do that? The only kryptonite on Earth makes him feel really ill. Yeah. Why the fuck when you go back to the planet? If he, I mean, he could die going there, couldn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, surely. Even if he goes anywhere near it. So yeah, I didn't understand the whole beginning bit at all. Why we were but there. all we see really is just a flash That's of where Krypton was, and then the, the credits, which right. ape the originals credits. Oh yeah, I mean it's nostalgia oh. straight out of the box, isn't it? Because I mean, even when they have the first little logo, it's got the little Superman like tune on it, doesn't it? Yeah. What I really hate about these credits is the two credits that get so little time on screen that you can barely read them. One is original theme composed by John Williams, oh, mm. which is all the way through this fucking film. One of the most iconic tunes yeah. ever. And Brian Singer said he wouldn't do this film unless they got it. Mm. And the other is Superman created by Jerry Siegel and <coughs> Schuster, because DC were getting a lot of bad press at this time for not giving them any money for creating yeah. Superman. So eventually they keep... They had to yield and give them, I think it was 40 grand a year each for creating it. But one of them was in a nursing home by that time. I know. That's, so, yeah. Will we cut to Eva Marie Saint from North by Northwest? Yes. Playing Clark's mum. <laughs> yeah. If this is set after Between Superman 2 and Superman 3, it's going to die soon. Because she's dead in Superman 3. It was meant to be but set I thought, then, but... I thought it was... Was it not Richard Pryor that had found Krypton? Uh. Yeah. So that's what made... It confusing to me. I don't understand it. I don't understand why you would do a direct sequel to part two. <laughs> when there's been, been... When there's been three or four. Okay, you, you might want to ignore them, but, um, you know, it is now, what, 2006? 2005? Another thing you're ignoring there, then, is Superman's flown away to another galaxy uh-huh. to fight in Supergirl. So presumably he took the ship that time as well and was just normal <laughs> powered. <laughs> 
And they were like, you're just a normal guy. Fuck off back there. <laughs> I would have preferred it if he'd come back after 25 years. See, they had left yeah. it that long. And I Lois Lane was, was older. Yeah. And everybody had moved on and Get gone with their life. <laughs> Make it 50 years. You know? But they could, have got, they could have got crazy Margot Kidder back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lois Lane. Yeah. That would have been... That would have been it wouldn't it be a love story then. Well, it might be. You don't know. Crazy, yeah, crazy Margot Kidder. He would have to find a new life. He would have to build a new life again. You could, you which, could have somebody which is what the film was about. You could do that in this film, though, where he's got to find a new life. But why did he have to go back to the planet? He didn't have to go back to Daily Planet. He could have started a new life somewhere. Yeah, it could. It be, could have also been that be called Ken Clarkson or something. <laughs> yeah, they could have also picked up on that that thing that they they did in Lord of the Rings, where they says, you know, you realize that you're immortal. Like whatever person you're with, you're going to have to go through them dying uh, and that. Like do that. So he comes back and he has to face the fact that he's never really going to die. Oh, right. He was there yeah, for yeah, yeah, Margot Kidder is. He'd know? have to leave on a boat with Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> We're going away with the elves. <laughs> I'm sure Gandalf wouldn't disagree. No, you're coming oh, with me, Brandon. <laughs> Did you notice the symbolism here and the Scrabble board? As the Scrabble board, which is presumably playing against the dog. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there's no one else there. No. But uh, the word alienation spelled I, I, out. I, I tried to look at it to see if there's any words, but I didn't. I didn't catch any. I was like, "Fuck off, Brian Singer, you fucking dick." <laughs> yeah, she takes her car from the 1910s along, <laughs> which is still running for some reason, <laughs> to find Clark in his ship. Yeah. Which apparently, even though this is 2006, this crash is not seen by. But is it 2006? I don't know, I don't know what time period this is. <laughs> I don't know because people dress wearing hats. It's all like, it's like the 1940s. Yeah, but, but at the same time, there's from... yeah, there's tech from now. Yeah, well, but it's five years from Superman Two. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they've got mobile phones. Which was the 80s and like luxury yachts. <laughs> so I mean, I don't, know. I don't get it. Why you said it five years? Unless he's pretending years. that 2006 is five years after oh, in this world. The other one, so he's saying that maybe the first Superman was set in 2001. Yeah. <laughs> so he lived away it. just before 9-11. <laughs> Thanks, Superman. <laughs> there was actually originally a scene where, it not filmed, but it was in the script where he's, you know the bit where he's like, oh look at all this stuff I've missed and didn't help with because I was away doing fuck mm. all in another galaxy. With no clothes on. <laughs> with no clothes on because he comes back butt naked uh, no no he's wearing a, like a skin tight oh, Superman suit really? I yeah, didn't it's, see that it's mm. kind of flesh coloured though it's a bit of a weird outfit <laughs> you think his mum made that one <laughs> his, mom, leads, his mum and Gandalf it's <laughs> <laughs> to more questions <laughs> but yeah yeah, there was a scene apparently that they were thinking of including where he's seen 9-11 <coughs> he's like oh, I wish I was there stop that I would have stopped which he could have he could just Quack the world round, turn the clock back, and stop it. Do you know where they should have started this? Because that's what he does at the end of Superman, remember? Yeah. So yeah, he could stop totally all these things. He could stop all the. Which is the problem with Superman when yeah. you make him this powerful is how do you stop him? That was an unstoppable monster. You get Batman in. That's, <laughs> yeah. If comics has thought it's anything. <laughs> yeah, you just don't get fucking Zack Snyder in, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's the fucking worst. They should have started this film yeah. 20 minutes in. Metropolis. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's just he is so obsessed is with so aping the first one because he's got. Well, the scene of him remembering to him as a young boy. Aye. 
you, you've just, got that. Oh, Him why? running along. And I bet if you sync this up to the original, it's at the same time Probably. as the one from the original. It's like, I don't need to know who... I know who Superman is. I know his backstory. If you're going to do that, do it the way they do with the plane, which at least it's the same thing in a different uh-huh. context. Because it was just Lois falling out of a helicopter, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he rescues her. But this time it's a, a plane crash. So, it's a jumbo jet. So why not do things like that, where you're taking the spirit of the original, doing it in a slightly different context, instead of just having this exact same scenes and dialogue? It's... It's not a problem that we've not came across before, is it? It's a common kind of problem that people try to do where they, they try to ape the original too much and then they end up like, really crossing the line. I don't remember being bored watching the first one. That's true. <laughs> In the first 20 minutes. No, it just no. took so long to get where it needs to go. And I was I was trying to watch this thinking like I can remember being like a kid and you know they were on the TV yeah. like like kind of Easter and things like that and they would show like in Superman 1, 2, 3 and 4 all back to back. And I can, I, can, I was trying to like kind of kindle that original feeling, and at, at the scene with the jungle jet, I kind of yeah, got that. You like, got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is this is what I remember. Not long being after like, Metropolis. Yeah, just gets to Metropolis. <laughs> so you kind of like. Let's get there. Let's, let's get and going. Say, oh, look, Clark's back too. That's right. coincidental. <laughs> I'm not going to put these two things together. I've been on a five-year sabbatical, and Superman's <laughs> is back too. After a five-year sabbatical, <laughs> and we look exactly the same. Strange. Better take my glasses off. Um, so we have we have the scene with um, Lex. Lex next. My we? my least favorite line in that. Do you know the story of Prometheus? <laughs> yeah. All too well. <laughs> the whole show about it. <laughs> but, again, like the first film, it's a land deal. Yeah. It's just a cash grab land deal thing, and he wants to destroy most of the Amer- United States for it to happen. Same plot, again. Uh-huh. He just wants to do it a slightly different way. Can we talk about the really creepy line in it, though? Yes. You've shown me pleasures I've never known, Lex. <laughs> it's probably his sister's dog. <laughs> she would never know, would she? Oh, so gross. <laughs> he really needs to put a lock on the Fortress of Solitude, do I? Fucking hell. There must be no like burglar alarm companies near there. <laughs> just like, yep, we found it. Okay, just walks right in. So when Lex goes there, because he went there in uh, Superman 2. 2. Was it Superman 2? Yeah. He's there when so has he Zod's been, there. Is he, am I meant to think he's been there before as Gene Hackman? <laughs> I think you are, yeah. Because he just walks right up to the console. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, that's he true. He sees a crystal, this'll be it. That'll do me, thank you. Yeah, because that was something that I was watching going, how, do, how does he know that that's that? And if Superman's got all this shit just lying about, you'd think he'd fucking hide that crystal that could potentially destroy all mankind. Yeah. Put a hips alarm on it, at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just tuck that away somewhere. There's some lovely crisp 2006 CGI in this scene as well. Like, the first of many times where you're like, mm, that's not real looking. Something <laughs> <laughs> we said for Matt Pete. You know what about I hate with this bit with Superman as well? Is when he has the wee Labrador, which I'm guessing is later going to be Crypto, the super dog. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, he throws the ball for the dog for like 60 miles. Ah, that poor dog's, dog. The dog's like, what the fuck did you do that for, you dick? <laughs> you imagine being his pet just being like, fucking hell, he takes me for a walk and I'm knackered. <laughs> I need hip replacement surgery. Possibly the only person in the Kent household who did not miss him. 
<laughs> Thank fuck he's gone. <laughs> no more torture. <laughs> I, I don't get as well like if this is a direct sequel to to Superman two, and he's just encountered Zod, Ursa, whatever non nom 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 and this is like he traps him again in a phantom zone then fucks off back to Krypton is is he like yeah I want to meet more people like Zod he was great why would you if you want to hang out with Kryptonians maybe just nip into the phantom zone and see if you can rehabilitate some (laughs) you're at therapy with Clark (laughs) come and sit down (laughs) he'd probably just go in there and snap their neck (laughs) that fuck (laughs) Zack Snyder you're a fucking dick you don't understand who Superman is. Yeah, pretty cruel to some bad guys that they're on this film, isn't he? So, Lois is on an experimental plane. Well, an experimental... Uh, well, an, a, a, a plane that's got an experiment... Sorry. plane that's got an experimental space shuttle attached to the back of it. Yeah. Which, again, if this is meant to be back between 2 and 3, space shuttles are still getting used. <laughs> yeah. In fact, they were pretty new technology then. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't take off like that. Of course, and this is Clark going into the Daily Planet and mm. meet, re-meeting the horrible fucking arsehole that's playing Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Skeletor as Perry White. Yeah. Who's originally going to be Hugh Laurie for House Swallowed Up Most of These Time. Kind of glad he dodged that one. And uh, the kid, the kid, who's blatantly from the very first scene Superman's kid <laughs> you can give him all the allergies and asthma in the world it's blatantly Superman's kid just in the way if it is a sequel to Superman 2 we all remember when he had sex with Lois and then rohypnoled her so she's like, <laughs> if that's the case like how does she... how many kids has he got <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think super sperm would fertilise yeah. all of her eggs whether they had came out or not and if that's the case anybody that finds out about his secret identity he could just kiss them yeah. So Lex yeah. finds out, oh my god, oh well, <laughs> got a tongue, you know, sorry about this. <laughs> <laughs> or he could do the same so he forgets about the Fortress of Solitude, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could do it for anything. Come here, Lex. <laughs> oh, Jimmy snapped a picture of me. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a scene later on. <laughs> oh no, Claudia Schiffer too snapped a picture of me. <laughs> I remember seeing her with a camera. Shh. <laughs> I need this. A street full of people have just seen me. Oh well. (laughs) The animals too, I guess. (laughs) There's a bit where you see the name of the the shuttle that's attached to the jet Uh behind the woman that's given the presentation. Did either of you catch what it was called? No. Virgin Galactic. Ah, because Richard Branson's playing the pilot. Is he? Yeah. I didn't notice that. This is when he, he liked to say to people, if I give you lots of money, I expect to be in your film, because he's in one of the Bond films as well, eh? Is he? Can't remember. He's, he's playing like a Virgin Atlantic steward or something. Uh, that brings a bell now, actually. You see it. I think yeah. it's one of the Brosnan ones. Yeah. It sounds like the sort of shit that would be in one of them. <laughs> 007, what will you fly? Business class or... <laughs> yeah, so while, while Lois is in this experimental shuttle stroke plane thing... Yeah. Which she's been a real dick as well. She's like, why, are no- yeah. why is nobody here but me? Why are only the shitty newspapers like the Daily Planet covering this? <laughs> Do you remember being at uh, college or, or uni or that? 
and there would always be that one person in the class that used to just question everything yeah. and like slow down a lesson and that's why lessons took like two hours otherwise yeah. if the lecturer would just talk it would be like 15 minutes and you get home but you had that one person who was like but I don't understand why you're like just shut up shut the fuck up look it up on Google later <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what Lois is here. <laughs> so at the same time as they're doing that, Lex is trying out the crystals with this bizarre. Did you see recreation this? The, the, the train set and everything. Never mind. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Huge model. Yeah, it was great. I don't know. It's detailed. Are we meant to think that like he, the whole time he was wooing her? Yeah, he was, he was like doing this instead. He was up to something else in prison. I think. <laughs> Pretty boy like him. <laughs> Being passed from person to person. Whatever happened to is we is we Otis Otis Mr. Luthor Mr. Luthor Mr. Luthor Mr. Luthor <laughs> Yeah, you left him in prison. I think maybe Cal Penn is playing Otis in this one. <laughs> and you can never tell because he's only got like one line. I missed him. I do love the destruction of this new model though. It's pretty I, cool. I don't see the point. You know, just it seems bit, like a bit of waste. You know, but I don't like in this though. Waste of time. It's when the they fact come that Kumar in. Play. <laughs> Yeah. Um, when they come back in and the implication is that she had two dogs and one of the dogs is eating the other one yeah it's pretty pretty brutal plus where are the rest of the family 12 minutes in two digs at dogs in this film already <laughs> what, what you got against dogs Brian Singer mm, I think he's I think he's, I think he's a cat person yeah <laughs> <laughs> is it <laughs> for a man who doesn't like pussy <laughs> So he destroys the model. Uh, what's the fucking point? Is it just to show our stupid people in the audience this is what's eventually going to happen to Metropolis? Could they not just show me that on a fucking computer? I don't understand why all the lights go out as well. What? what with the on? energy? Yeah, why does it affect all the energy? And it affects uh, the plane up in the sky. It affects you know, the whole world. Because it's an EMP yeah. surge yeah. on such a global scale, but... <laughs> Anyway, later doesn't want to cover this part. No. So is that the only fucking plane it affects? Because I'm imagining in Metropolis, big city, <laughs> yeah. there'll be hundreds of planes sitting there, <laughs> either ready to go or ready to land. Or, you know. Well, you cut to Gotham or Coast City, and there's planes crashing all over the place because <laughs> Clark only gives a shit about Metropolis. Because you've got the bit later where he flies up into space and he's like, "Hmm, the whole world here. What shall I do?" Bank robbery in Metropolis. <laughs> what is with that fucking bank? I'm going to get there. I'm going to ask about it when we get there. <laughs> right. Fucking so hell. so the model. Yeah. Well, aye, and after the model, but like the you said, the EMP surge. thing goes off. Which so then affects Super- every piece of technology. <laughs> and Superman's like, "All oh, right, uh, I better go and see folk." So he runs outside. Does he run into a phone booth? No, no. it just rips his shirt open in the middle of the street. So he's going to have to kill. <laughs> he's going to have to kiss all those people. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I told you they've all got dash cams so they'll have to be manipulated sex pest superman that's for sure you can call him that when he's stalking Lois later he really is so and you can call him sex pest but five minutes after you call him that you're not going to remember anything about it or why I have why my makeup's all smeared and your arse is (laughs) you remember nothing so Here's, is, here's is one of Jimmy in love with Clark by the way oh definitely because yeah. <laughs> every two minutes it's like oh Jimmy's been talking about you non-stop <laughs> he's got a man, oh, that man crush oh, Jimmy's made a model of you in his bedroom <laughs> <laughs> use some of your hair <laughs> but not for the head <laughs> so I'm going to have to kiss that Jimmy and make him forget 
here's here's one of these little moral moral quandaries, right? You uh, you're Superman, and you you go up to save a a plane full of people and a shuttle full of three people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So uh, you manage to separate the two. Which do you save first, the plane full of people? Full of people, or the shuttle that has three people on it that's headed for space anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Better save the shuttle first, eh? <laughs> Give it a, he- a hand on its way, even though it's on course. <laughs> yeah. It's like he saves the shuttle, because obviously it's, like, oh, it's attached to the shuttle and they can't get it off. So eventually he lasers it off and yeah. takes it off into space. And it's like he sits there for a minute or two, yeah. admiring his handiwork at this shuttle, going, there's something else. I'm <laughs> Did I leave the iron on? There's something burning in the atmosphere. I wonder what that is. Oh, oh, wait, no, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) This action scene is probably the best bit of the film, though. I would say so. It's it's what it needed. Which which is a damning indictment. Because we're what, 20 minutes on? (laughs) No, 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 half an hour at least. Half an hour by this point, oh my god. Because you've had a lot of stretched out. You've had a lot of back. back You've had a lot of treading water up till now. Model wrong. <laughs> oh, come on, let's go. You know as well, because like, he he puts it down in the baseball stadium and then takes in the love of the people as they all get yeah. around of applause. Because that's what he feeds off. <laughs> and then he just fucks off and leaves the plane in the middle of the baseball stadium. <laughs> We're halfway yeah. through a green clock. <laughs> No, not even that part of it. It's like, yeah, I'm sure you guys in emergency. Well, <laughs> did the stadium just call him Clark? It's <laughs> true. Uh-oh. <laughs> stadium full of people to snog. <laughs> it's revealed in the jumbo shot. Whole <laughs> world to snog now. <laughs> so yeah, he just leaves that there for the police to deal with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, it won't go on fire or anything. <laughs> Most of it burned up in the fucking atmosphere. I wonder if the reason he, slow. I wonder if he reason he saved the the spacecraft first is because Richard Branson was on there and he's all about the bottom dollar. He's <laughs> got to make it look successful. <laughs> Maybe his suit is sponsored by Richard Branson. <laughs> I don't like his suit. What do you think his suit? The Superman symbol like is oil slick. It's too small, it. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It's not. Uh, but I mean, would we rather have the original kind of lycra thing? Don't know. No, but I like, I like the bright material. colours. <laughs> I want the bright colours. I like. Yeah. I actually like the one from Man of Steel more. I think getting away from the pants is a good idea. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the rules, wasn't it, with the whole Kevin Smith thing? Was like, there had to be no pants. <laughs> Superman wears no pants. Also, <laughs> mind you, you also had to fight a giant mechanical... It's a novel concept. <laughs> it might just work. <laughs> one of the other rules was he had to fight a giant mechanical spider, though, yeah, which they later is... used in Well Well West. But then the same <laughs> argument to prove that it was a bad idea. After all, <laughs> if you've seen any of the Star Wars documentaries, the same arguments came up about like Chewbacca. Oh yeah, the Wookiee has to wear pants. <laughs> Why? Because we can see his Wookiee bits, but you can't. <laughs> He's all hair. Plus, you don't know that's where he has his. You bits. don't know. Maybe has some under his upstairs. The Wookiee must wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's a so, funny story. <laughs> Lois goes back to the Daily Planet. Yawn. So the Perry White can be like, no, the story's Superman. Not the EMP that knocked out all of Metropolis. Well, I'm Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> <laughs> the billionaire tyrant. 
That's I like want you to sweep this EMP thing rag. under the carpets. <laughs> I know nothing about any phone tapping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, That's what you had on staff. It was Superman. <laughs> Superman was hacking into everybody's phone yeah. goes. <laughs> Up in space. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck knows about me? <laughs> Who knows I'm Clark Kent? Oh, we missed the bit where Lois faints as well and falls down the chute. Oh, of course she does. When people just let her fall, even though she yeah. could really split her head open at that bit. <laughs> To be fair, if she hasn't split her head open in that fucking aircraft, because she's yeah. bouncing she about bounces like a fucking ball, it's pretty all over the place. You get introduced here to James Marsden. James, James Marsden. James Marsden. James Marsden. character, bland. James Marsden. James Marsden. James Marsden. A day helps you So he tells his wife. <laughs> <laughs> so you get this and he is bland and I think they've really really made a mistake with this character which is you want someone who's different from Superman mm-hmm. and Superman is like the clean cut all American hero yeah. so what they've tried to do is make someone who's even nicer and even more clean cut all American hero and dramatically that's not particularly interesting because he's unless he's a bit of a disc cut yeah, yeah. Well, so how are you going to make a guy better than Superman by making him like horror films I, think, uh, I was thinking <laughs> which is what they try and do uh, that maybe James Marsden would have made a good Superman and then I thought to myself he's too short probably yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'd imagine Brian Singer because he's his go-to actor for anything really puts him in everything well yeah. nowadays um, do you think he actually wanted James Marsden to be Superman and the execs went nope too short <laughs> And then he thought, well, I'm just going to put him in anyway. I'm in someplace anyway. Yeah. It's got to be someplace. Maybe, maybe. I'll make him pay Perry White's nephew. <laughs> That'll show them. That'll show them. See, he's clean cut. He's an all-American boy. He could have been Superman. Who would you have had in that place then to contrast Superman? Have a bit of a dick. Like, Lois is... Because she's tried to go. Well, you should try to go the opposite way from because he's gone and abandoned her. Because (laughs) (laughs) she, what she's tried to do, she's tried to replace him with the like for like. Yeah, yeah. Which, when it comes down to it, means that she's just going to stay with him anyway because she's just replaced him. (laughs) (laughs) And in what way is that interesting? Yeah, it's not at all. part of the problem yeah I think it doesn't help that James Marsden is pretty bland yeah and an all round nice guy yeah yeah, yeah. and Mario what a nice guy he's a pilot and he likes horror films who doesn't like James Marsden what a nice guy so he flies as well yeah, yeah. Oh. you see the parallels are there in a way it's big, I think it's meant to show that she chose somebody similar to Superman yeah. or to Clark Kent she was just waiting for Superman to turn yeah up. And she found her own. But I think if they were going to do that, you know what? She should have lost the child to him. He should have won custody. They should have been divorced. Or. Because another, she loves her work too much. Mm. Another way to do it, she's in love with this other guy, and it's Hal Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a test pilot for the, the Navy or the Air Force. Well, who'd be good for him? Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> Nathan Fillion. Or, James Marsden could have been. Another survivor of Krypton. Which Superman didn't know about. Yeah? No. <laughs> it's, it's just too... It's too much. Yeah. It's like, she's much. chosen someone to replace You know him. what? If it, if it had been a Marvel film, though, to flip the side, it would have been Hal Jordan or somebody like 
or somebody like that that would have been uh, you know Hal Jordan or somebody like that that would have been the, the love interest. It would have been it would have been somebody that you'd been like oh so and so yeah. Even if it's someone later down the line. A wee bit universe building's never a bad thing, you know. They would have done that nowadays, but yeah. not. Unless he was wanting Richard White to get his own spin-off film. <laughs> <laughs> Richard White flies planes and likes horror films. <laughs> Marvel as he watches Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> With his pilot hat on. <laughs> In his plane. <laughs> Should you be flying, James? <laughs> Faster than a speeding train. In his plane. <laughs> can go over a building in one bound <laughs> in his play <laughs> likes horror films in his play <laughs> right so we get back onto creepy peeping Tom Superman yeah this is because he watches them at the house doesn't he well this is about yeah he gets Clark goes downstairs with Lois and gets the taxi for us the super whistle, super whistle which apparently makes people so frightened that they stop instantly <laughs> and also sorry what does it scare? Because it's this film. Dogs. A dog. Because <laughs> he hates dogs. Oh. This, aye, this is about where he's flying outside, eh? Yeah, yeah, he's like kind of floating outside listening into their conversation. Like a total creepy fucker. Yeah. <laughs> creepy super prick. <laughs> I don't know why they thought that was such a good idea. So this is then where he goes up into space to listen as well. Oh. To decide to just go right back to Metropolis. <laughs> there is no need for this bank heist. No. None. No. What, what the need for this bank fuck case? is that gun? That's pretty cool. <laughs> Jesse from why would you do that to a bank case? Jesse Ventura from Predator's gun. <laughs> fuck it. It's like, is it Naked Gun 2 or 3? There's one where uh, Nordberg builds this fucking huge gun. <laughs> That's two. That's two. Yeah. That's what it was like. I was like, there's no fucking need for this gun. They're just holding up a bank. <laughs> yeah. They want to be in and out. I mean, Why the fuck would you want to spend your time building this huge gun? Superman's only just back as well. Uh-huh. So it's not as if they built that like with him in mind. Uh-huh. It was just like... Yeah, this was a good bank. Do I, do I take the massive gun we've been building? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it needs about 25 bags. I will take it anyway. As Lex goes to steal the kryptonite, which is presumably the same kryptonite from the first film. Presumably. Somehow. So, which would suggest this is actually set in the 80s because that says Ethiopia in 1978 yeah. that the thing landed so mm. apparently they got mobile phones a lot quicker <laughs> in Metropolis <laughs> it's weird it just doesn't know where it belongs no it's, it kind of makes its mind up between reboot and sequel yeah and kind of makes its mind up it settles on neither reboot uh, <laughs> or both no it settles on remake a little too much <laughs> so as as they are there, that's the Parker Posey in the car to distract yes. Clark, because he can't deal with two things at once. Poor He's you. only a bloody man after all, <laughs> right, ladies? He's a superman. They destroy a classic first-generation Mustang here as well, <laughs> which I was. Oh, you're worried about not the people was, in the streets? Nope, not at all bothered not about Parker people. Posey. Neither those two people that are sitting at their dinner that nearly get yeah, run over. Fucking hell. Don't care. I just kept thinking, oh, they've broken the suspension on that now. <laughs> And, and you know what I'm thinking as well is see there's going to come a point where Hollywood use so many classic cars like that that they actually run out of the ones that were made yeah. <laughs> and then they're going to actually have to open up a factory making old cars, old cars. which I think is pretty cool <laughs> you'll be, you'll you get the eight of the yeah. first action comics cover here yeah, that's right, with yeah. him lifting the car down 
for no reason. <laughs> Fanboy service. Yes, I think so. So Parker Posey, this is where she starts to turn around on him because she's like, mm. God, look at that handsome bod. <laughs> look at that chiseled visage of a man. Wow, that's, that's all it takes for her to like, <laughs> change sides. Excuse me, ma'am, your seat seems to be damp. <laughs> Have you soiled yourself? <laughs> No. <laughs> it's just moist. <laughs> we mentioned a Gotham in this scene as well. Is that? There's a wee bit of universe building for you. Didn't remember that. What was that? It's when Perry's service. talking about this story when he's looking at the pictures of it, mm. which doesn't look enough like the action comics cover no. to really work. No. <laughs> You but can have to know he that. He mentions Gotham, and then they do that. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? And then Clark comes in the door. Mm. No, wow, it's me. Wow, wow. Oh, shit, I have to kiss you. You've <laughs> <laughs> probably already been in and kissed them. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when Lois goes up to the roof, because Brian Singer's watched the first Superman again, he's like, I need to have a scene of them flying together. Oh my oh. God. Thank God he didn't do it. Can you read my mind, though? <laughs> God almighty. I just skipped right through this. <laughs> I, I knew He'd already done this going. in Superman 4 and it was boring in Superman 4. So the, boring. The only bit in this scene I think is of note is when she goes to look for her her notepad. Her contraception. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to work. <laughs> she goes to look for contraception she's like I fucking remember the last time. <laughs> not getting lundered up with another asthmatic Kryptonian body. <laughs> what cotton uh, yeah. you use? He's asthmatic because <laughs> She was impregnated in these, our lungs. <laughs> I don't know if that's still in my womb, Superman. <laughs> but yeah, when she goes to reach for her um, notepad to mm. start the interview with him, he says, it's in your back pocket. Insinuating he's used his x-ray eyes to look through her. To, it's like, <laughs> and the look he gives is like, yeah. How do we look at your boobs on the way through? You've <laughs> been like, it's, it's in your back pocket. And by the way, you, you know, you might not want to eat so much Mexican food. <laughs> a lot of red meat stuck to the inside of your large colon. <laughs> Do you think she missed all that? She's missed it, getting looked at through the x-ray vision. She's got her, her own airport scanner set up in her apartment so she can just have James Marsden talk about her x-ray photos. It's pretty gross. It is. It's Plus, disgusting. if it's real x-rays, like actual gamma uh-huh. rays... It's kind of worrying because you're only allowed a certain amount of them every year. <laughs> it's killing her. Give her every fucking cancer. five minutes. I think my least favourite thing about this scene as well is when he drops her off again. He has to twirl like six times before uh, he drops her off. Just to what, show. What's with could... the flourish? <laughs> is it just to show that they're not on wires? I think so. Yeah. Luke, Luke, new technology. We. <laughs> <laughs> who cares which point it was I was like bleh <laughs> I've been drinking Superman <laughs> the story is supposed to drive to get the Margot Kidder character fuck <laughs> 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 should be beating him with a hard bag it's a lot of Lois napping happens here doesn't she doesn't Lois napping yeah Lois napping where she gets kidnapped Lois napping and kidnapping yeah she gets kidnapped with her child because she decides <laughs> to take Margo her child kidnapping <laughs> <laughs> she decides to take her kid with her to scout out Lex's boat yeah. and doesn't take her mobile phone <sighs> 
Total 80s mistake. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, to be honest, you would want to leave your mobile phone because it would be the size of a brick, but... <laughs> Drive the car onto the boat <laughs> so you can take your mobile phone. Right, you need your mobile phone and you need the battery for the yeah. mobile phone. <laughs> That's what the kid's there for. He's got, he's got <laughs> <in> his backpack. <laughs> no, I wonder if he's got asthma. <laughs> it is the backpack. There's nothing else in there. That's why he's got super strength when he takes it off. <laughs> he's been in condition in that entire time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! We missed the creep, the creepiest line, which yeah. is used twice in this film. Which is like, "Will I see you again?" He says, "I'm always always around." around. Oh, that's <laughs> creepy as fuck. That's the last line of the film as well. Yeah, it's weird. I'm always around. It's weird. <laughs> man, weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've got a super bulge there. Super. <laughs> 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 a waistband ripper. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to get my aged mother to <laughs> sew this back together. <laughs> sew another pair of drawers on. Super oh, erection. No. <laughs> Not again. Oh no, super coming too early. <laughs> <laughs> Which point it impales Lois. <laughs> Shot with super cum. Shot in the space. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, Lois. <laughs> Whoopsie. I'll just turn the earth back round. <laughs> I mean, to do that. Oh, no. Let's forget that happened. <laughs> and as, she, as he turns the earth back, she's like, "Superman, why are your pants so sodden?" <laughs> Kevin Spacey starts to have his interaction with. Him. This oh. is the last thing he does that I really like. Is when he first sees her, he's brushing his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> he, I think he knew the caliber of this film before anybody else did. <laughs> And he was just he was like, like oh, I'm going to have fun with or this. Or <laughs> I thought he was maybe getting ready for a kiss. <laughs> mm, Superman needs to make me forget some stuff. I'm just going to get myself ready for that. He's thinking a little threesome, House of Cards style. <laughs> really hung up on that. <laughs> Where the fuck does that come from, though? <laughs> Is that... <sighs> Who's it with? Is it with his wife? Yeah, his wife that, and the security guard. Right. No, I don't remember that bit. How can you not remember that? <laughs> Doug Stamper. No, no, the the guy, the FBI agent that looks after him. Is that the second season? Yeah. No, that's why I haven't seen him. Looks after him more than <laughs> any normal FBI yeah. agent. He yeah. takes care of him. <laughs> he takes care of business. <laughs> <laughs> he won't leave till the job is done. <laughs> so, at this point, we kind of get the whole, you know... James Bond I'll reveal my plot to the uh, bad to the good guys wrong yeah <laughs> and he has hewn this uh, bit of kryptonite into like a kind of chamber uh-huh. and he puts the crystal inside it because he knows that's going to work apparently somehow like how 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 yeah, but- well, what the music, what the movie tries to tell you is the reason is because he's told Jor-El to tell him everything. But Jor-El's not going to be like, and if you put it inside one of the one of <laughs> well, the kryptonite, which only exists because the world has exploded, that's the only reason they're radioactive. Yeah. <laughs> so he's predicted all that. <laughs> what a smart guy! Yeah, if he had like earlier on in the film, Lex Luthor had been portrayed as the smartest man in the world, and you'd seen him like running tests on it and stuff like that. And you know, working out how it worked, and then how you could make it react with kryptonite. Then I could have believed that. No, it's just wrap it in kryptonite. <laughs> just like I'm sure if I put this thing inside this uh-huh. thing and fire it into the ocean, something will, something will happen. Something's gonna go on. 
<laughs> he's like, do you remember when you were a kid and you used to like put sweets in just water to try and make it taste like good? <laughs> That's the same level yeah. of ingenuity that he's shown here. Just like chuck it in the water, see what happens. <laughs> he does notice as well that Lois's kid is a, is allergic to kryptonite. But is he though? Because he just kind of gets a bit ill, he and just... then he, he's really close to him, and nothing's really happening. And he's kind of like, huh? And he can I kind of took from it that he thought, oh, it's not Superman's kid. The the kid is just panicking. But that's it. He doesn't like die or like become so weak that he falls on the floor or anything. He's already weak. Yeah. <laughs> Until his mum's life's in danger. <laughs> <laughs> once and then only once. Yes. Yeah. That's With it. great power comes great piano, piano throwing <laughs> responsibility. <laughs> Which I think is one of the things that this film gets really wrong is that with great power comes great responsibility. How how entertaining would it have been for us to know that he's Superman's kid from the get go, and what, what, he just does things that no normal kid does, does. and nobody notices. Does nobody notices. Just in the background, he's <laughs> fucking lifting cars. <laughs> how much fucking more entertaining would it have been? Saving people from yeah, getting crushed people and from dry, burning buildings yeah. and that. What have you got the Zucker brothers to drive this? That would be great. Superman's up in the plane trying to save Lois, and his wee kids underneath the plane. <laughs> <laughs> You just made this film better. Fuck's <laughs> sake. I want to be entertained. Parker Posey's really not liking it at this point, is she? No. No, Parker Posey doesn't really. Well, she doesn't like the fact that she'd been strapped into that car. And the car was sent down the fucking motorway on the pavement and everything. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know anything about it. She knew she was going to be the victim, but she didn't realise it was going to be real. Richard and Clark team up to try and track down Lois. Dick and Clark. <laughs> the new adventures. The new adventures with Dick and Clark. They're just whiter than white. Yeah. These guys are just cleaner than clean. It's good cop, good cop. <laughs> Such a good show. <laughs> You'll tell us where it is, or I'm going to make you a lovely cup of tea. <laughs> Latte. <laughs> How about this? Oh, you look really uncomfortable in that seat. Here's a here's a cushion. <laughs> The secret secret ingredient to our tea, love. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, suddenly the kid doesn't need his inhaler anymore, is it? Yeah. yeah, it's weird. What? Why? Why, Why suddenly? Blah yeah, blah. Throwing cures asthma. Yeah. <laughs> Claims Brian Singer. Is he meant to have just like hit puberty at that point, and then yeah. that's just like no, I'm alright. His balls dropped. Yeah. <laughs> alright, mum, I've got this. <laughs> I don't know why he becomes Scottish. It would just be funnier. (laughs) When a Kryptonian hits puberty, he becomes Scottish. (laughs) Right, I'm fucking here to deal with this. It would have been funnier if the setup, if they'd just given a bit of time, he was taking piano lessons. Mm hmm. And we we could see that he didn't really like piano lessons. So when it comes to this bit. There's a big payoff where he throws the piano, turns around to his mum and says, No more piano lessons. <laughs> just something bitch. like that. We <laughs> better set up. Instead of the bullshit we've had before. So, good cop and good cop get onto Lois's computer by working out that the password is Superman. Superman. And just to prove that this is the 80s after all, they use a fax machine <laughs> to call for help. She can't use her mobile phone, so she uses a fax machine. <laughs> How bizarre is that? Yeah. So So this is Lex's big plan. He makes the Kryptonite Island, which takes fucking forever. Yes. 
Why? And at the same time, the, the boat is sinking. So luckily, James Marsden gets on board in time for it to sink. And then Superman... <laughs> hey, I'm here so I can die too. <laughs> Superman saves everybody. Would it not have been a far more interesting plot to have Gene Hackman become President of the United States? Yeah, like yeah, in the comics. Yeah, that'd be good. Lex is... And he took the whole nation against Superman. Would mm-hmm. that not be an interesting plot? Yeah, yeah he's created all these false stories. Yeah. And well, he's been away for years, so... If, if you could have made uh, one of the Superman stories in, in a film at this point, and you, you had the, the chance of doing it, and Superman returned and Man of Steel had never been made, what story for Superman would you would you put in it? See, I wouldn't have put any story for Superman. I've just made that up. I didn't realise yeah. in the comics Lex Luthor was the president. president yeah. I just thought it was a far more interesting I would, story. I would use one of two. Doomsday, mm-hmm. which the animated film of Doomsday is exactly the way he should have done it, where he fights Doomsday and then a clone of Superman comes back and is really evil and then they have to fight each other. Yeah. Or Last Son, which was written by Richard Donner. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Jeff Johns, who's I think the best person in comics at the moment. But it's all about a Kryptonian. It's, you could have done the same themes, but actually made them work properly. Because yeah. a Kryptonian child comes, they don't know who he is, but Lois and Clark decide to raise him as if he was their own. Eventually, it's revealed that it's Zod and Ursa's child, mm-hmm. and they come back from the Phantom Zone. Because they've used that kid to get out of the Phantom Zone and they attack Metropolis. It's, it's great. Yeah, it's a pretty good story. Like and the kid sacrifices himself to send everyone back into the Phantom Zone. Mm-hmm. Which is. Yeah. You know, it's a lot more moving than anything this film attempts. They nurture over nature there then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good story. I would have liked to have seen uh, Red that, Sun. You know, exactly. The, the, the implication is that he. His small, short time with Clark was so much more meaningful to him than his than anything, the rest of his so, life yeah. with his true parents. Yeah, I, I, I would have liked to have seen Red Sun for yeah. Superman landed in Russia. <laughs> you, ever, <laughs> you ever read the one that John Cleese wrote where he landed in Britain? <clears throat> no. <laughs> it's called Colin Kent. <laughs> That's pretty good. Or yeah, or yeah, like you said, the, the death of Superman. I would have quite liked to have seen that where, when Doomsday just punched the shower <laughs> Oh, we never thought that he could die just by not having any blood left. <laughs> just um, anything. Yeah. But that that would have been a good one, because that would have set up something. You know, you could have been like... Well, yeah. you know, there was, the, there was the years and years passed after yeah. the death of Superman, and then it was the I return. In the actual comics, Superman was dead for about six months, which is a huge amount of time. In, in comics, comics yeah. Can you imagine not selling Superman comics for six months? <laughs> no, no, no. They were still doing it. It was the world without a Superman. Oh, really? It was the way the arc after that. And then you had the four replacement Supermen. One was Superman, the cyborg, who turned out to be one of Superman's bad guys pretending to be him. Oh, no. There was the Eradicator, which is a Kryptonian artifact, using his body, but with the Eradicator's powers there was Steel later to be an excellent movie with Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say I've heard of that and Superboy who was a clone with a cool 90s fade vanilla ice that <laughs> you're talking like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or Hype? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no 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 not quite it's, it's more vanilla ice because it's like white guy fade <laughs> did you see the TV series Superboy? yeah that was shite mm, was <laughs> even worse than Lois and Clark which you, I remember being great, but nope. I can remember watching Supergirl as well. Was it Supergirl? Supergirl was a film. Super, aye, the film, yeah. yeah. 
can remember thinking that's that. That's what Jimmy Olsen is. Right, right, pants. <laughs> right, so let's get back to this, because... It's funny, it'll be this bit we lose interest there, eh? because this yeah. is pretty much what happens and when you're watching the film. You're like, there's just so much on screen. It's just So Superman comes down, and there's the big, oh, we want this to be really brutal, let's really beat up <laughs> Superman. Can we also say that at one point they say the word, Kryptonite <laughs> which I think is the way Kryptonite should be pronounced from now on Kryptonite <laughs> it's Lex that does that eh? yeah mm-hmm. oh, another yeah, reason to watch this film for, for his performance alone <laughs> spent a bit too much time at the at first I enjoy yeah. this because it's Superman getting his but the scene yeah. goes on too long for its, it's own too, good yeah. too it's much. too brutal and when the knife him <laughs> He's been shanked. <laughs> Jesus, that's a real prison one, eh? Fucking hell! You can tell where he's been this time. <laughs> it's too brutal for this yeah. type of film. Yeah, you're right, and he needs to have been the underdog for some reason. Yeah. But surely making the island the kryptonite was making him the underdog. Never mind, but stab him as well. He falls easily a good five miles into the water yeah. with this kryptonite inside him, and he's still okay. Yeah, yeah, and then. They find Lewis him. Lewis picks him up, eh? Yeah. Do you remember the reason that they find him? Because I was like, how could they find him? Uh, They're like, we found you because of. Yeah, Clark Jr. <laughs> really? But how did you find him? <laughs> that doesn't explain. <laughs> Again, if we'd set up that the wee boy had special powers from the get go. But what? <laughs> All he would have done, if they had a link, if they had even a psychic link or whatever, he could have just ripped the door of the plane off. And fucked off, and they were like, "Oh no!" They were with me, boy. Where's he going? They come back with fucking Clark Kent. Look what I found for you. Look what I found. Or you could at least have had a Empire Strikes Back, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Clark Junior, father. <laughs> <laughs> Just set something. Lois Lane. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> even if even if Lois had never told him, but Clark knew. Because of that psychic link. Or if he knew, because he's like, (laughs) he looks kind of familiar. (laughs) He comes in, he's dressed in a little suit and tie, he's got glasses. (laughs) (laughs) He looks just like a junior Clark. What would have been a great set if if, the first time Clark meets him, he's dressed in a wee Superman outfit? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Just like my daddy. We talk about obviously telegraphing who he was at the time. Well, yeah, fine. <laughs> but they did anyway. Just make, so. it, just make it even more obvious. It was obvious there, to me. It was obvious to you. Going overboard. Yeah. Doesn't have a Superman doll or something. Something like that. But it does nothing apart from throwing that piano. It just bugs the shit out of me. Yeah. Mm. A, a bit I do like of this bit is you find out one of the henchmen is called Brutus. A2 Brutus. There was a wrestler. There was a wrestler in like the nineteen eighties, nineteen nineties WWF called Brutus the Bar- Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Beefcake. And he went around with a pair of like shears, like garden shears. I don't really understand it, uh, but yeah, that was his name. So Clark, stroke Superman, goes and he cuts the whole bottom of the island, lifts the fucking island. Yep, because. He's, he's punched a hole in the clouds as well is another thing that we've got to say because he goes up to get to the sun and yeah. stands and there and a Jesus pose sooks it up yeah, yeah. Not, not the last time he'll be doing that in this no, film no. <laughs> and then he goes down underneath 
Yeah, because apparently the, the island's all created of one point. Yeah. That's not going to be stable. No. You're not going to be able to sell beachfront properties on that because no. that's not going to be a fucking beach. <laughs> it's made it rock. Hmm, crystal front property. <laughs> so, at this point, I'm also thinking, how's Lex going to make any money off of this at all? Yeah, that's what I was, it, that's what I was saying. Money, isn't you're, not going to, you're not going to be able to sell that as a continent because there's no dirt on it. It's just rock. It's just rock. You're not going to... Oh, yeah, I'll go and live on Rock Island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Who's in charge of Rock Island? Yeah, I'll pay him a lot of money. Oh, what, no, there's I'll no bad millions to live under this convicted criminal's rule. It's not like... Uh, Actually, I'll just move to Europe. If that's <laughs> it's not like an X-Men when there was, like, Genosha. And it was like, oh, it's an amazing island colony. Yeah. Mutants can go and live there in peace. It's like, no, this is a rock. Literally, <laughs> literally a rock. <laughs> Superman would be happy there. <laughs> Unless, of course, there's Krypton. Kryptonite it's not, there. It's not going to be Parker war. Posey drops the remaining crystals out as well uh-huh. as they go to escape, which all the henchmen are crushed all at once. Mm-hmm. Whoops. Because Superman starts killing people now, apparently. Mm. Well, he lets that happen. <laughs> and a young Zack Snyder was like, hmm. Ah. <laughs> you know what would make that even better? <laughs> if he snapped our necks. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> and how did Parker Posey or anyone know that dropping those crystals wouldn't just, just ignite a huge else? island or yeah like, like put Lex's plan into action yeah I don't understand I mean what does it just need water apparently so <laughs> so they're right on the end what if it just rolled off and fell in the water also wasn't the Fortress of Solitude near water it's Antarctic. It's all Antarctic water. It's all water. Yeah. So does it grow bigger every year? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. No. Probably because they haven't thought about it very well. I just don't get it. So he hurls it into space, uh. but it promptly goes and destroys Oa or something. <laughs> <laughs> destroys another alien civilization, <laughs> which then come to war. Don's twin planet. <laughs> <laughs> What's this coming towards? Oh shit! <laughs> Christ energy too there as he falls in the Christ pose. Oh, enough. Russ, enough. Russ, you're the most probably the most smartest when it comes to science out of us. <laughs> if he's at that point in space, would he fall to Earth or would he just stay floating in space? Uh, if it was far enough out that he could launch a planet out and it wouldn't just get pulled right back into the atmosphere and crush like the yeah, north yeah. coast of America, probably not. No. Probably just float. That was a big message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably would just probably just float. Just <laughs> floating there like Ladies the and gentlemen, Superman is floating in space. Because <laughs> that whole bit in uh, Avengers when Iron Man throws the nuke through mm-hmm. the hole is yes. that there's just enough gravity, um, just within that pool to like mm-hmm. fall back. Whereas that's not really the impression you get with that. And then. This whole Superman in the hospital goes on for fucking oh, ever. Oh my god. Yeah, the, the film should end. It should. And the it film should, should just end. be fine. He should fly back and go, thanks, son, and high five him, and that's the end. Well, well, I I should end. freeze frame on him, the son, high five him. The two newspaper headlines where it's like you see over the guy's shoulder and it's like Superman dies, and then it kind of camera moves around and it goes, Superman lives, and they're, uh-huh. they're kind of sitting there like waiting on which one to go to press with. That could have been the end. I'm just thinking when he was lying in that room and the wee boy comes in 
Uh, I thought, oh, the wee boy's got to kiss him and he's got to come back to life and all the rest of that. It's got to give him that wee kiss and he's got to go, oh, my son and all that. Yeah. And then I've just thought about it there again. I thought, what if he does give him a kiss? He's going to forget he's Superman. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that's what was going to happen. Yeah. But what, what does bring him back? Because or it, it, the wee take... boy was got, I'm your son. Yeah. Please come back. Yeah. The kryptonite. But they fuck take the kryptonite. happens. But they take the kryptonite out. And then they can't get the needle in. So yeah. presumably he's fine. Is he just in some sort of mopey prick coma? <laughs> I think so. He's just cream crackered. He's just <laughs> absolutely knackered. And, and Richard is a little too nice driving her there as well. I know you love him, so I'm going to take you there. Yeah. So you can check out his dying... I'm going to take you to dying exes. <laughs> yeah. Check out his dying abs. Superman, are you really <laughs> asleep? What if I touch here? <laughs> what about here? Does it cough? <laughs> Does it hurt when I do this? What if I put a thumb up here? <laughs> and then if you thought it was creepy earlier, now he's taken to breaking and entering. <laughs> <laughs> To give the speech that Jorel gave to him, Aye. line for line. The father becomes the son, and the son Which becomes the father. Makes sense when you're dying when you say that speech, and you you will live on, my son, in my place. Mm. But I don't see how it makes sense for Clark and his son. Because he's just <laughs> discovered he's got a son. I guess maybe. Even though he knew from the first minute he looked at him. <laughs> <laughs> we all knew. So he's like, I'm going to be an absentee father. If you ever need me, I'll be given... Don't expect any maintenance payments. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Scientology. I don't make any money. <laughs> it's like Scientology. He's going to kidnap him for several years yeah. while he does his training. He'll be disconnected. Right, so we only want Scientology. That's what you fucking do. <laughs> It'll be able to uh, be a level six. <laughs> It'll be in the Sea Org. Buddhist leader mode. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's it, I guess, eh? Oh, we fired through that um, two, two hour and a half, half film oh. in an hour and 17 minutes, and we stopped halfway <laughs> through to take the take the piss out of several different things and think up a different story that would be better. Oh. Which, anything, would be. <laughs> okay. So. Jump the shark moments then. Um, Grant? I think my main problem with this film is to do with the whole... It's to do with the fact that it's tied to the original, but not in the fact that it just apes the original so much. It's more to do with the fact that the world has changed so much since the original. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's that acceptance of that within this film. Like, Superman, if anything... The reason Superman is popular is Superman is a symbol Mm -hmm. of hope for the world and someone you can put your hope in. But if that symbol of hope is just going around breaking up bank heists, what the fucking good is he? Like, he's not tackling any of the proper big world problems. Like, in a post-9-11 world, it's not really impressive enough to just be hanging about in Metropolis anymore (laughs) when you've got that level of power. People would genuinely be looking to a figure like this to make change in the world. Yeah, positive change, yeah. That's where you could have gone in a different storyline, which is Superman, thick, like like an injustice storyline, which is Superman is like, okay, I'm, I've got it from here, I'll take over the world, mm. and then people have, like, he almost becomes a bad guy. Yeah. That's the way I would go with it. It was a bit of the plot in, in Red Sun, wasn't it? Because yeah. he, he made the communist nation so strong and everybody had everything, but still there was, like, people who didn't want that to happen. 
But Superman, like, you're supposed to look up to him, and how can you look up to this guy that's stalking people <laughs> and crushing people under rocks? <laughs> the bit that I re- like kind of sums it up for me, where I don't trust Superman, <laughs> is when the globe falls off the Daily Planet. Yeah. He catches it and just dumps it on someone's car. He's like, fucking put it back! <laughs> fucking <laughs> dick! No, it with a laser. No, no with a laser. Yeah. Exactly. Could have welded that in position, save. Because they're going to have to bring in cranes now. Ah, gonna have but, to... ah, but, you know, you're stealing people's jobs then. <laughs> you know, you don't mess with city business. But think of that poor guy who's now had his car written off. Is that an act of God's film? No, not really. It was an act of Superman. <laughs> maybe, was it God, though? Maybe it's Superman just didn't like the car. Fuck it, Prius. What are you, scumbag? Try to save the planet, that's my job. <laughs> <laughs> so I just think they had a lot of opportunities to do so much with this mm. and didn't do it. Didn't do it. <laughs> and I think... As much as I didn't like Man of Steel either, I think at least to respect the fact that they're trying to now do something completely different mm-hmm. with it now. Yeah. Cool. What about you, Bob? Yeah, I didn't think I'd feel any different about Man of Steel now, but I really do. <laughs> that first twenty minutes is the zone in the film mm. where you need to catch the audience. Yeah. And you need to get them accepting the story and just accept whatever bullshit you're going to throw mm. at them. Buy into the universe. It just creates. does not work at all. That first twenty minutes is just a waste of screen time. First twenty minutes, just a total waste. So, is a point in particular, or just the first twenty minutes? Just the first twenty. <laughs> and then, you know what? There's some magic in this film. There really is. Yeah. There's some great scenes, but they're tied together with bullshit. Mm. Just bullshit layered on bullshit. <laughs> the tones all over the place. Kevin Spacey's good in one scene and bad in another. Mm. They built that fucking model that they didn't need to build. Yeah. They spent ten million on a scene they didn't even exactly. have to build. The waste, the tone. There's too many fingers in the pie. It just feels like that way. It's been too over overly produced. Yeah, too many, too, too many, many producers, too many people in the mix. Too mm. too long to get to this point to bring Superman back. It's it's it should be a simple story. I'd, I'd agree with you. I'd, I'd say for, for my jump the shark moment, it's pretty much as soon as that plane hits the ground, uh-huh. um, and like from then on, they, they've they've done an all right job at kind of setting up Superman and setting up some of the like the characters like ready, right? Are we ready to go? Like here's the adventure. Oh, that was really disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> no, could have start, that stop, start, scene. stop, start, stop, start, yeah. stop. No, could have saved through. that scene if everyone's cheering and clapping, and then there's one guy. I'd rather just see the baseball game if I'm honest. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Get the plane off the fucking field, Superman! Boo! You asshole! <laughs> I've got $300 riding on this! <laughs> I'm trying to just laser the guy. <laughs> Oops, sorry. <laughs> sorry, did I melt your lips together there? <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. Superman returns, or didn't, didn't. as future would dare. Uh, Say after that. What did we think about uh, Batman vs Superman? That's the next Superman film that's coming up. Yeah, I'm not might as well talk about that either. Actually. You're not. Nah, could care less. I think if they went down the line, uh, like it the Dark Knight, right? Was it Rises the the Returns, the Frank Miller comic, mm-hmm. where Superman was brought in to take Batman down because he just and, think, and Batman was kind of old. He was like forties. I think it will that be that, good. but 
it won't last be as good long as enough the, yeah. for that to actually be a going concern. It'll be influenced by that initially, and then it'll all go into snapping territory yeah. again. Yeah. I think I'm partially looking forward to even with Zack Snyder, and he's the only thing that's making me not look forward to. I think yeah. I mentioned him earlier, Jeff Jones, who's one of the key people at DC at the moment I think mm. is an absolute genius and I know he's a consultant producer so mm. if they put more control over him and less to Zack Snyder I think that's bizarrely the producer would be a better <laughs> option this time well hopefully they do something decent with it anyway um, when's it due out is it not 17? yeah cares yeah. just bury it all <laughs> bury it all I think it's next year isn't it 16 yeah, yeah can we not go 25 years without seeing another fucking superhero film now I don't think so enough? <laughs> I mean eventually the button's going to fall out it doesn't look like it's going to be anytime soon eh? uh, I, I would have said like see if uh, Guardians of the Galaxy had been pish I think I think we could have seen that kind of but the fact was it was really good <laughs> yeah more like that yeah but I've still I've had enough mm. we've done Superman to death we've done Spider-Man to death we've done Batman to death I think that's I at would, least where the, the Justice League is quite interesting. You've never seen Wonder Woman. No. You've never seen I've seen Wonder Woman back in the 70s. Aquaman. Aquaman. He was in Smallville. <laughs> I've seen him. There's none of these characters in piquing my interest here. Oh, but Suicide Squad. Nah, I couldn't it. give two shits about that either. Yeah. You're either for it or you're against it. This has got Will Smith in it. <laughs> You know what a hot button that is, man. Come on, Will Smith. Come on, handsome devil. He's a nice guy as well. What a bastard. Do you know he was offered a Superman role for this film? Really? And yeah. he said, no, if you mess about with white guys' heroes, they never forgive you. Well, it's true. Look at the mention of Black James Bond. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people were like, oh, damn you. He, he must only be Scottish, English, Welsh, or. <laughs> but he can be black Scottish. I don't understand what the. Well, well fucking, I don't know. I really. Or Australian. Australian. Wasn't, uh, I was right behind. The guy that only did one film, Australian. Yeah, he was Australian. I was right behind Idris Elba before Daniel Craig got the part. Yeah. I yeah, thought he would have been right. brilliant Bond. And even so, now, like, now that he's actually getting a bit greyer, actually, I think mm-hmm. he'd be even better now, actually. Mm-hmm. Definitely take Kidris Elba as double seven. They're going to have to dip their toe in the water and have a black M or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. Mm. Fuck off. Just fuck off. <laughs> but you've had a, a female M. Yeah. I mean, what's the difference? The sexist got over that. <laughs> you see, surely the race like is the racist. Like Doctor Who, if, if Doctor Whoever was a woman or a black character, you'd get the same arguments from, from the same people, probably. Have you seen who's in the running? Uh, who, who's putting themselves in the running for um, the reboot of Green Lantern, though? No. Jiggle from Arrow. Mm, I don't think so. I was talking. Yeah, he's 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 in talks to play the John Stewart Green Arrow. Oh right, because I was hearing um, uh, Tyrese Gibson. Yeah, he's. But he's putting himself in it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> He's, he's doing a lot okay, of it. but the guy from Arrow would be better. I've never seen it. Take word for it. Yeah. Have you ever seen anything? <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty much just watch the films <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> I, right. know, I know Arrow. <laughs> he's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. 
So, if they're looking for us on Facebook, where can they find us? Ah, uh, they get us on Facebook. <laughs> Correct. Don't jump and, uh, Don't jump from podcast. <laughs> Twitter, Grant. At Don't Jump Shark. And if they wanted to email us, it would be Don't Jump the Shark at Hotmail.com. Well, for next time, we're doing a special episode where we each bring our own film. We'll have a guest too, where it's movies normally that others wouldn't agree to. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so look so forward one to one of us will be watching it to save the other people's sanity. Look forward to vetoed choices <laughs> <laughs> of past and ice cream apparently. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> right, that's us for this week. Bye. See you later. Bye.